0: All right, welcome everyone to the Plug Club Podcast. I'm Kai, and I'm a black creative.
1: Hello, my name is Sean and I am here at present As
0: a guest (laughs) Yes present, I love it Yes, Treshawn is a guest today One of my faves So today's episode is brought to you all by Kaiko Productions and the awesome Two Elite Media Group, always, of course So of course it's been a couple of weeks Since we last recorded, so it's been a minute And a lot has happened, a a lot lot. So we are just going ahead and get it going And we're going to go into it already with our Three piece plug of the week
1: Yeah, uh Let me get a let me get that three piece.
0: All right. So we're going to go ahead into our political plug. So what I have for the political plug was it's been a month since we lost Nipsey Hussle. You know, R.I.P. <sighs> P.
1: That was a. Most definitely.
0: It, that impact right. was very strong. And even though I, like I said, I didn't really even listen to his music like that. And of course, I knew of him, especially because of Lauren London. Right.
1: I just knew him as an activist and as a community builder. Yeah, and, and he so was that. He was that. He definitely set the example of just like bring in work and mm-hmm. if we gonna do this, we are mm-hmm. gonna do it for us and mm-hmm. nobody else. I right. Mean, so I respect him for that most definitely, mm-hmm. and I hope that his legacy inspires other people right. that they don't it has right mm-hmm. that they continue to keep his businesses going mm-hmm. and that those who are inspired, you know, take his work and do it in their communities.
0: I feel like it's kind of sad because, you know, not to get like too like preachy or anything, but you just never know how God works and how he works in all of our lives and how sometimes, sometimes I don't, I'm not saying this is the reason why, but sometimes God can maybe do something or take someone to make us all realize, you know, you know, maybe we don't have as long as we think, or maybe we do need to get more active in our community or whatever, you know, because like I said, the, the impact of his death was just, it was very strong and so it's been a it's been a whole month, you know it's May now, and I know that in L. A. they declared like a Nipsey Hussle Square where his store was at. So mm-hmm. I mean, if if the L. A. P. D., which is what one of the most,
1: <laughs> you know, they're not the most loved. <laughs> they are not the most
0: friendly, especially <laughs> to black people. But right. they they fuck with him, you know. Right. So. If they gave him a square and, and the government and everything down there in L.A. and they really were cool with him, that's that's just amazing. It just looks
1: like they respect what he did and they're willing to honor him by giving yeah. him that space, Oof. which is respect. Well-deserved. Well deserved, well it's deserved, deserved and in it's in respectful. Respect. Yeah,
0: I definitely feel that. So, you know, it's a good thing in politics Is I'm not going to get into all the other stuff that's happening because DC is drama. Ooh. Um <laughs> Cause I don't know who, like, who lying now. Like, they have so everybody. Bad. <laughs> it's right, not. Right. It's not.
1: Well, I do feel like there are a few honest people. Um,
0: Ooh, who is it?
1: I, you know, I love me some Elizabeth Warren. Right. I love me some honestly. Twenty twenty. Yeah. Um. A lot of the candidates show a lot of promise, but I don't see a lot of them as presidential leaders. I Ooh, see yeah. them. As a collective staff, so in the cabinet or going back to Senate because my biggest thing is, yes, you want to be president. We get that. But we still need worker ants in the Senate because we don't want those positions to get filled by those who don't deserve it or are gonna make a mockery of it because right. we see what they doing in the top position. Mm-hmm. We are not gonna say him that his name, you know. We gonna
0: well. The reason why I feel like that Beyonce, for example, is so successful. I said on the show a couple of weeks ago that there's like a bee ink. Like when you think about an actual beehive, like not her, but the actual bees that we need to save. By the way,
1: most definitely,
0: there's a queen. And everybody else does what they supposed to do. Right. Like the B movie. You got your one job. You just keep stirring the honey. That's yeah. what you're going to keep doing until you die. You know, like, you. everybody can't be the queen. Everybody yeah. can't be the president, be Beyonce. Some of us got to work for that person. It's okay.
1: Uh, uh, the biggest thing is just that, like, we think once we get to a level of where we've mastered it that that means we have to elevate right but i mean you don't have to if you're doing that one thing well continue to do it right. and show others how to do it well right because just because you're doing it well doesn't mean that your cohorts are so right. i think that whole system works because everybody has a job and they know how to do that job mm-hmm they're not looking to move up, or they're not looking to kick the next man out once you know he's had his reign too long. Right, this, right, right. And the
0: other, so that's literally the job market now. Because you think about our grandparents, they worked them jobs for thirty-five, forty years, and was happy, and it was fine, and they, they took care of themselves. <laughs> they got their retirement money. Yes. With us, it's like, well, you can't be a blah 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 for like more than five years. You need to move up. You now. gotta move up. You need to get a promotion. You need to get this. And I wonder how, like necessary that is to our lives you know
1: we just move so fast Mm -hmm. that if we let me make sure i say this correctly we don't like to feel like we in the same spot for too long right Mm -hmm. so we got to keep moving and Mm -hmm. most of the time most people want to move forward they don't want to move backwards so Mm -hmm. and even if you stand in still it might seem like you see everybody continuing to move forward so
0: right that's so our generation. Right. Like, That's definitely They're doing us. this, so I need to do this now. LinkedIn. All types of social media, mm-hmm. actually. my friend Indeed. Was... <laughs>
1: LinkedIn is starting to become a ghost. If you ain't in Indeed, get into it.
0: I need to, yeah. I need to get in. I think I have stuff on Indeed, but, you know, LinkedIn is like a job. Facebook is kind of weird. And my friend put on Twitter, she was like, LinkedIn is for professionals. It's not for, you know, relationships. People would, like, people be DMing you on LinkedIn. On LinkedIn? <laughs> yes.
1: The DMs is acceptable for everybody. So.
0: They are. I've got DMs on LinkedIn. LinkedIn, I thought that was so weird because I got it last semester. But I was in D.C. and I was like, I thought this was a professional site. Like,
1: what? So somebody can literally slide in your, but are they sliding in professionally?
0: They kind of are because they give you stuff to say, like, how are you? Or thanks for, you know, I guess following me or looking at my profile or something like that.
1: I, I think that's slightly acceptable. But when you're
0: then. like, thanks, and they're like, so what are you doing? Or, oh. you know, how old are you? Or something like that. It's like, yeah, that's how you know they was in there for a certain purpose. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) Got to be more careful. Okay, so let's move on to the three-piece. So for the pop-in, of course, for the last almost damn near month, Old Town Road. That old town, that old town road.
1: We are just, (laughs) let me just tell y'all something real quick, and I'm speaking to you, the viewers, who just are not acting right. Y'all got to realize that we... We are here, and right. we can literally, we can literally make any genre relevant. No matter if we gonna put our little sass, pizzazz, and class on Gladness. it, right? <laughs> we are gonna do that, and we gonna make it lit, and right. we are gonna make it acceptable for everybody.
0: Well, we are lit. We, we are literally are lit. <clears throat> That's us, you know. That is
1: us, like. The fact that y'all took it down off of the country billboards, but you want to keep Billy Ray Cyrus' name on it. Right, It's just like, dang, like, he did that work. Not Billy Ray Cyrus. And Billy Ray Cyrus, I applaud you because you are definitely letting them know, like, hey, this was not me. This Mm. is definitely Little Nas, Mm. and y'all need to appreciate his art. Right. Which is.
0: That little boy is 19. He's 19, and he wrote a country
1: hip-hop. Bob yeah. <laughs> that's made what it, it is it's a bob made it's it a whole Bob
0: like this little nigga was born in the damn 99 to 2000. You know what I'm saying? Oh. He got on there and was like, I'm going to think. I, I bet he was probably fucking around at first. I'm sure he was messing with his friends because it's so funny. I guess maybe like historically it was funny for white people to make fun of us, but it's so funny to us to make fun of white people. You know what I'm saying? He probably was doing some crazy shit. And they were Love like, a damn, a this kind of joke. sound good. Right, right. right. You know, we white people are corny or whatever. Even just, and when you think about even country in itself, country low key is like the white R&B anyway. So, you right. know, we can kill that shit. Are you' kidding me,
1: right? But another thing, like, it was one of those untapped markets that mm-hmm. was just like not dominated by black people. So, like for a long time, right, white people was just like, "Woo, we are gonna ice skate through here. Right. We this gonna is take us. A, this is us. It's There's no darkness. There's no. Black. <laughs> and then one black young individual was like, "Oh, let me get a piece, right? And it was like, "No, yeah, no, yeah. They, they try
0: to take it from him, and it, and it was still number one before they were like, "No, nah, let's take this away from him." So he right. already had it at number one by himself. by himself. Then he said, "Okay, let me go get one of my one of my allies. Let me right. go get one of my people to come on this." Because he's we got... grew
1: up watching Billy Ray Cyrus Definitely on Hannah did. Montana, we knew what it was.
0: And he's only ever had one hit in his life, which was the "Achy Breaky Heart" shit back in Don't the nineties. Right?
1: <laughs> my achy breaky. Heart. He said, "I'm gonna go here with this black boy and okay. turn this shit up."
0: Definitely did. I think they're having like another remix because I know I seen the picture with the extra horse, like and I'm here voices. for it. And and when it was a red horse, and somebody was like, "Did you get Reba?" Now, if they get Reba, I'm definitely gonna be here for that. First of all, Texas Reba was like, own.
1: right? Te- Reba is like mother. Yeah, that's a show we definitely all watched. Okay, mm-hmm.
0: I'm a son. I'm right, a
1: <laughs> take me back. I, wanna,
0: I can't even imagine what she would sound like singing "Old Town Road." She
1: gonna set it on fire. I know that much. I mean, she's
0: gonna sing the shit about you. You're Right? She gonna sing the shit. <laughs> I'm like, I just, I'm just thinking about it. Like he. Like I said, by himself, he already made this so big, and then he's bringing more white people right. in. Because what you're talking about was uh, in Nashville when they had that sign that just said Billy Ray Cyrus or whatever. Um, and he had to hold up another sign, which was like it wasn't just me. Are like you right. white people crazy? You know, like. And the crazy part is uh, his name is Lil Nas X, which I don't really understand that shit. Like me neither. That's your name. <laughs>
1: I, when he when it was like it's Lil Nas X, I was shit. like, I was like. What is this? Right, it, right. W- not only what, but who is who this?
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> your name is mixed with so. Much. Wait, it's little. Everybody's a little um, something. We've been. I thought that. the
1: littles was, was done. I by thought that 2010. was a good two thousand through two
0: thousand ten, like yeah. fad. Then he had Nas, which I was like, "There's already a rapper named Nas. he uh, definitely is... didn't have to do that." And then the X is weird, so whatever. Who knows? Like I said, this little child is 99 2000, so, you know, he also some yeah. other shit. But, I mean, for him to be as creative as he is, and that's the name you came up with, nigga. So, anyways, he um, beat Drake's God plan, God's Plan as, like, the longest song, or the longest number one hit or something like that.
1: Kudos to you, because Drake is. And he
0: beat Drake on his first single. On his single. That's, yeah. Like you said, black people, we are here. We can literally. We are here create the culture out of nothing yes yeah,
1: like y'all don't be afraid to step out yeah i'm i'm gonna listen to it now if it's trash it's trash but if it's dope right you're gonna get some I strings like we'll get for more this one than
0: trash. you get trash every now and then you know especially if people don't try because as creative as black people are yeah if you don't try you know not to shade the music game now or like the hip-hop game or whatever but if you don't try that much like like tatiana come on now oh, I get it kids like it cause the little dance or whatever but what is this nigga saying what beat is he rapping to cause the one that's on the song is not the one that he's rapping I
1: literally to. know nothing <laughs> past the chorus
0: so we get trash every now and then but at the same time I feel like we have more dopeness than trash you just have to try
1: yeah You do have to try.
0: You do have to do that. I
1: actually know majority of the words to Lil Nas X's song. Like, (laughs) it's not just the chorus. Like, I know.
0: Can't nobody tell me nothing, yeah. the water, like right. yeah let me get my boots let right. me get my
1: me boots, my boots. So i'm funny. i'm going two step tonight
0: see he knew he was gonna trigger the texas people with that shit we was like yep we finna get these first damn of all, boots. Be- first <laughs> of all y'all already
1: y'all already think we ride horses everywhere anyway so low-key
0: texas is right of the culture too though that the whoa Shout where did that come from texas where did that come from that's like the bit they got People, white people, Hispanic people doing the well, they don't even know what this is. that came out of jig, and that literally came from Texas, right. like I'm telling you, like our culture is just so much, but moving forward, our last three piece is the petty uh three piece which um you know kind of related to the story we just talked about, where you know they tried to only give the credit to Billy Ray instead of little nod, so you know, for our petty, I'm sure you all have seen Taylor Swift's bland i mean band performance or whatever Father it was supposed be with to be. Us, <laughs> And the question, I guess the question really is, did she buy Beyonce? Because from what we discussed earlier, of course, to us, yes. But I wonder if that was her intention. You know what I'm saying? It just seemed like with all that's going on in the culture, how, like you said, how was no one, the creative director, you know, anyone on the set thinking, wow, we got a lot of pink and gold. We got the band thing. Everybody's still talking about Beyonce. Well, like,
1: I haven't forgiven. Taylor Swift for that cover of September that she did. (laughs) So she already had some trash. She already had a strike, and then I'm coming off of my homecoming high. Yeah, and this is and still still high. Yeah, and this is what you presented me. It's like
0: (laughs) how dare you? That's right for
1: the for the love of the man above. How dare you? Just do this, yeah. And you and you made all of those people watch that. I couldn't have been in the audience watching that. I would have grabbed my finger, put it up, and hit the <laughs> aisle. Told <laughs> Not the drummer the church to exit. yes, church exit. <laughs> I'm going to use my restroom break on this performance.
0: I want to be one of those people. See, now that we're in the generation we're in, people can be shady and don't shit happen. I want to be one of those people in the audience that the camera looks at me and I'm looking at, like when Lady Gaga did had the meat dress and right. and, and Wiley Cyrus' performance and everybody was looking like, what the fuck? I want to be that person on camera and be like, oh no, I think, uh, oh no. I think
1: my <laughs> other biggest question was,
0: right when this is the moment enough.
1: you should have you should have really literally
0: 10 years later literally <laughs> you did it too early Kanye you were you did early did it too early cause I ain't gonna lie the song soon. that he inter- interrupted or whatever that was we were short skirts I used to like that and shit I ain't I gonna was, lie I was,
1: I was in that she had the whole band <laughs> she thing she was in her lane
0: she we was we could all love her music while she was over there in her lane but when she was over here trying to get in the beehives lane Mm-mm. which is the lane you weren't even on the right freeway you were supposed to be over here Right.
1: You're where definitely... was Kanye when we needed him I'm not supposed to be
0: doing that. Now I don't know how he would have done it this time if he would have just got up in the middle of her little performance. I did watch all of it. I seen pictures of her with the guy from like um, Panic at the Disco, which I love him because he's fine. Yes, but oh, he's so fine. But at the same time, like the whole band and the colors and all that. Don't you just think that it would have reminded us of Beyonce? Like it's just that simple. It
1: was really, really soon. Just yeah, right, really, right, right really too soon. soon. It, it was, was too really soon. soon, and like I said, you know, they start working on these shows like really, really early, mm-hmm. and you know with. In like that amount of time, you know the homecoming video. It's kind of too late to scrap your idea because well, y'all have been yeah. working okay. on it for so long. Mm-hmm. But we know you were inspired. You could have given some credit, been like, "Hey, this performance was inspired by the Queen herself." <laughs> right? Yada yada yada. But you didn't do that. You went out there, struck that pose. You watched them saying, drummers just, tap ever tap. Us credit for nothing. <laughs> Literally. Like that. She
0: would have never gave it. Like, oh yeah, Beyonce. Because I mean, she low key is the Beyonce of the white people. So she thinks, you know what I'm saying? Of, of the whites. Ta- Taylor Swift. I mean, she, Beyonce, of course, is Beyonce of all of us. But Taylor Swift is like the most popular of the white people, you know? Really?
1: I definitely would put Katy Perry above.
0: Uh, but I think, I feel like Taylor Swift has won more awards because she write all her songs. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, and I love Katy Perry too. Don't get me wrong. Today's dream was my shit. I love me some Katy Perry. First of all, that first album, everything. Everything, but see, she hasn't had the success that Taylor Swift has had, though. Yeah, she she kind of Kanye West a... likes her. Katy
1: Perry. Yeah, they did a song. Katy
0: Perry. Yeah. yeah.
1: Oh, so. E. T. Yep, that was we it. Ain't gotta... <laughs> <laughs> that was the, it. the regular
0: and the remix. So and Kanye re- definitely ate that hoe. Um, but even remember um, when Dark Horse came out, I remember at my prom. It was my junior prom. Because I think it was like 2012 or 2013 when that came out. You remember that had Juicy J in it. all right. the black people it was like, okay, mm-hmm. it's a Dark Horse. Like, but she
1: kind of came out as Cleopatra. And I was like, ooh.
0: And when I saw that, I was like, you're skating. a little bit of appropriation. Now, when skating. she did that shoot with Migos, I was like, nah,
1: nah, It was nah. for me, though. That's laugh.
0: what I'm saying. She don't went down. Taylor Swift has never went down for, for them. So
1: Yeah, because she came I, out with that little shake it off, and everybody thought they was. You we're thought they was twerking with Molly Cyrus? Mm, the long it. backs was definitely shaking for Taylor <laughs> Swift.
0: <laughs> no, they had that song in, um, have you seen Sing with the with the animals? Oh, I love that movie. Yeah. I did. The Pigs. Oh, yeah. Now The best performance.
1: Now, that... I don't associate shake it off and sing with Taylor Swift. I don't
0: either. Yeah. It was
1: too much other greatness going on.
0: Right, because that whole movie was so good. But yeah, But that's but that's still her song, though. You know what I'm saying? She yes. she was able to, I guess, men- get mentioned in that or whatever. So I guess, I don't know. I guess in my opinion, it was a little petty or whatever. But who really knows? Because these white folks know they don't run the culture no more. Right. It's whatever. I mean, even though they run it, they're not the one that's influencing it. We're right. influencing I it. I do
1: need you to apologize, though, Taylor Swift, because that was very disrespectful. Or,
0: or acknowledge it, at least.
1: No, no. We're past acknowledgement, because right. you already collected that coin for performance it. Right. so you need to apologize
0: and the pink and gold outfit says those specific colors you could have done blue
1: green anything you could have not done the performance honestly but we're not gonna do that.
0: <laughs> we really didn't to see it right. but um i guess go we can go ahead on to our topic which mm-hmm. is black creatives and how important they are in in our culture because at this point the culture is us. It just is. I mean, shit, since the 90s. And I feel like that's where it started. Well, actually, no. like you said, it started in the 80s with the Cosby show. We have to go back.
1: We have to go back.
0: And maybe even further than that, we had good times. And I feel like in the 70s, once this whole... You know, the '60s was so dramatic. All the you know civil rights, blah blah. blah. In the '70s, they did want to start putting black people on TV. Right. So of course, they had good times in Sanford and Son. But you know, they weren't. They were like the poorer black people. They right. were the struggling ones. They told
1: that story. They did
0: tell that story, which was which was needed because it was happening. Yeah. But it was a stereotype that white people already thought of us. Right. And then in the '80s, we get the Cosby Show. We get the Doctor. We get the lawyer. We get the lawyer. Five babies.
1: <laughs> Five babies. One household.
0: One house. Everybody is good. Ain't nobody on drugs. I mean, they had you know issues and problems.
1: But who but don't?
0: But, you know what I'm saying? That's just the truth. But they were so well off. They Mm -hmm. talked about HBCUs. They talked about the importance of education. I mean, everything was just so perfect. Yeah. Then we move forward into the 90s, and we get everything. We get Martin. We get Fresh Prince. Like you said, we get the Parkers. We get uh, Moesha. We get all this inspiration, which Mm is crazy because a lot of those shows were on Fox. Fox and NBC. Fox,
1: UPN was a big deal, like... Wow, it doesn't even exist anymore. It doesn't. And I'm sorry for you young folks who are listening to this right. Who is like, what is UPM? I think the last thing that existed of UPM was Everybody Hates Chris.
0: Yeah, it was. And even that show is, oh, that was such a good show. UPM was like, if you didn't have cable, you can get BET. It was, it was UPM literally, was UPM,
1: UPM was definitely your non cable BET. Yeah.
0: Because
1: you had half and half, 101.
0: Ooh. Who else? I mean... It 101 was... had a great beginning. <laughs> yeah, and then they did a, a little spin-off.
1: Check. One, one, two,
0: <laughs> <right>. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I miss those shows. Yes. I mean, Martin, just the whole thing from the songs
1: right.
0: to the shows. I mean, through the 90s, even going into the 2000s, <clears> Disney... I mean, I guess I can't even say going into the 2000s because Disney had Smart Guy. They had Sister Sister. Yeah. Yeah, like all of those shows. And then, and then in 2000, when we are young, we get... A proud family,
1: a cartoon, a
0: cartoon with a family like what? Like it just seemed like it was so surreal. Right. Destiny Child Solange is the one that sang the beginning. It's just so crazy how all of this came full circle, you know?
1: Yeah, we've definitely evolved, yeah. Um, from just starting from you know the Jeffersons to what Ooh, we have and now. I forgot
0: about the Jeffersons, yeah. They moved on up, I, they was rich. We too. literally
1: moved <laughs> on up. We didn't go to, to the, the, the east, east side. side, but you know, we moving on up,
0: yeah. So Wow, that was literally like symbolism in the '80s. They were like, "Y'all are about to move on up," which we did. We
1: did. Like, what a way to start from the bottom and just literally prepare for it. Like, the goal is to move on up. Yeah. And so, if we got to start here, let's start. Let's just let's yeah let's get the start going.
0: Because I mean, if you look at now, almost 2020. I mean, like I said, who is the culture in sports in all of entertainment?
1: I don't wanna say we are everything, but it's really, really hard not to. Yeah.
0: As as far as well, okay, you're right. As far as like pop culture.
1: Culture in general. Like a lot of the things that we make, it kinda it becomes like a global phenomenon. Like yeah. everybody else kinda takes bits and pieces right. of the things we create. Ooh, right. That's all right. And so without without us, without like the catalyst because mm-hmm. that's what we are exactly. we are the catalyst right without well, us we the blueprint too we can go back wrote <laughs> all the
0: directions down right i mean even when you think about the beginning of even pop culture, like you said it's a global thing Mo- the biggest people probably back in the 50s was what like elvis and and all of the now, now maybe not the beatles but definitely elvis elvis Pretty much was the person to show the white people black culture through his body, though, because he was a white body. He was he doing was. all the shaking. He had the hair. I mean, he had hair like the Temptations and, and that little that little twist. Black men like he he was doing everything. And I was watching Ray Charles talk about him, like in the nineties. And Ray Charles was like, "Look, I'm gonna just say this. He was like, people called him the king, but he's the, what is he the king of? Like, he's the king of what?" Now, he said, obviously, I never saw Elvis. <laughs> he said that. He's like, I ain't never seen Elvis. But from what I heard, even just him singing, I mean, what's that song? Hound Dog. He got that from a black woman he who could play the guitar. Did.
1: Who could play the guitar. I've seen those
0: videos and... That's why I remember seeing Dreamgirls. Dreamgirls came out when I was probably like 10, 11. and when the white people were singing the Cadillac song, and you heard the black people singing it, or like on um, Hairspray when they yeah. had the Negro Day, and the you know they were singing Hey, look and that out was just there. like Ooh, su- you know that
1: was just like such a reality check. It like, was because that
0: really is how it was.
1: Like just one day, like and for all of y'all, like who don't know, like I'm a bit of a history buff. So like well, we started history. we started Black History with just one day. Yeah. Then we moved to a week. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they say they give us a month. But last time I checked a month was 30 days. Right, they gave
0: days. us the shortest month. But mm-hmm. we'll
1: take what we can. That's the T.
0: Mm-hmm. We'll mm-hmm. take
1: it. But, like, even on, like, broadcast, like, mm-hmm. it started out with a day. And, like, Negro Day, with like, that's that's all you can give us. Yeah. and the radio station that only blacks listen to and all of this other stuff. So it's just been like a always-upgoing battle with mm-hmm. just like mm-hmm. a fight for presence. It's right. like, y'all know we here. Like, right. why y'all just... Exactly.
0: And the crazy part is our fight for presence has been so hard because they know that our presence is here. Right. They know that our presence is more dominant in some ways. All we had to do was step on the scene. Everybody was like, damn, who was that? Oh, my right. God. Everybody looking at us. Everybody want to be like us. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that other cultures don't have theirs as well like you know Hispanics and Asians and right. all these other people that are in America I just think that the mainstream that's why I mean shit Michael Jackson was the king of pop which pop is a genre but what is pop pop is just the popular music top 10 Drake right. is on there all the time Rihanna Beyonce I mean and just think back in the 70s and 80s they gave those pop black artists the soul you know, an R&B, right. Grammys, and those awards. They didn't win for pop back then because yeah. they didn't see black They won winning,
1: like, Artist of the Year indefinitely, stuff like
0: oh, that. Oh, yeah, definitely. and uh, uh, was it? Winning? Until Michael came on the scene with Thriller. He said, you motherfuckers are going to listen okay. to this shit, okay? You're going to beat it. You're going to listen to Thriller. You're going to learn
1: this choreo. you going to listen, right? <laughs> and you're going <laughs> to?
0: Billie Jean, I'm going to step on all these lights. Okay. I mean, it's just, I don't know. like
1: He said, Annie, are you okay? Are you okay? Like <laughs> he and, said, Annie. And he... when you
0: listen to Smooth Criminal, I don't even know what that song is talking about. But the video is just so good. You don't even know what he's saying. You're right. just watching the suit and you're watching the movie, and it's going here, and it's going there, and right. it's This, 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 and that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, Elvis was the person that kind of introduced it through that black body. We had like James Brown, Diana Ross, mm-hmm. people in between, you know, to kind of give it. People like the Temptations, you know, they're coming up. Then in the '70s, we get and we get Soul trained.
1: We get soul ooh, trained
0: is what put a lot of those black artists love,
1: peace, and soul.
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> put us on to to television and our dancing. I yeah, mean, they look yeah, so They happy. messed up when they
1: not only gave us the platform, but they put it on TV.
0: Yeah. People got to see us. They were like, Ooh, the black people look so cool. Okay. You want to talk about culture,
1: we outfits, back. Yeah. music, just ambiance. Dances. Like, ooh.
0: Yeah, that's probably how dances got popular around the states you know you have your Most dance definitely. in your your region
1: you have regional dances but when
0: yeah. you see the ones on Soul Train everybody doing a little you know whatever or the cabbage mm-hmm. patch or whatever they were doing back in the just, day
1: I think, I think Soul Train really gave us a glimpse of just like cultural freedom yeah because like them people didn't have a care in the world like mm-hmm. it's like the cameras didn't even exist
0: right they was in the club on TV I'm like yes <laughs> they was the sweating cocaine. and they was glistening but
1: they was having a blast right and it was it was a real welcoming experience because it wasn't just black people in there.
0: Right. And we forget that. I guess maybe because we were the main focus of right. it. Right. You know, I mean, I guess, yeah, Soul Train definitely is an honorable mention. Maybe not even an honorable mention, but it is one of the pinnacles of how our culture yeah, began to spread. I mean, Don Cordelia said, look... I'm um, going to have all these kids. Because just think them people just started off as, as dances. Was he wasn't even paying, paying them at first. They were just, was just showing up first dance. come
1: first serve. We're going
0: to play some music. We're going to have some guests. He struggled to get guests at first. Because I watched some of the show that um they showed on, on BET. They mm-hmm. had like seasons and stuff like that. And I remember him trying to talk to Diana Ross and all these people, and they they didn't really know him yet. You know, he wasn't Don Cornelius yet. Right. He wasn't. And he the was Don. just getting right. He wasn't. He was just getting like little people here and there. But eventually, people started getting hip to it, and even black acts that were big in the music world, they said, "Well, let me go on Soul Train too." I mean, that was that was an easy bag. Right. Plus, when they see you on Soul Train, that gives you more cool points because that was the cool place, right. you know? Because they had American Bandstand. American Bandstand is older than Soul Train in right. a way. I don't know if Don Cornelius necessarily. And that's the hard thing about, like, with double standards when it comes to race, because is it really a double standard? Because you wouldn't let the niggas in. You just wouldn't. When you look at American Bandstand in the 50s, where are the black people? They had Frankie Lyme and them on there. The white folks was looking like, why are these niggas here?
1: Definitely that Put our same music right back there.
0: on. Put our Beach Boys back on. What the fuck? You know, okay. they weren't letting us in, so we had to create our own, you know?
1: Yeah. So- and I think that... I don't even even see that as tough love. I think it's very necessary that right. you have your own, because... We can't depend on y'all to Ooh. make a for way nothing. for us. <laughs> we, n- yeah, like right. for nothing. But definitely, we can't depend on y'all f- to create what we want. Yeah. So we have to create it ourselves. Right. And so, Soul Train, to me, is the the first MTV. It was. I mean, it might not be no music videos, but them people were singing live, mm-hmm. and they were singing their hearts out.
0: And just the dancing and the energy—I mean, it was just very stimulating to watch. I, mean, yeah. I don't know how it was to live life in the seventies without phones and stuff, but I'm sure it was. They I made mean, it happen. Yeah, and and like you said, the colors and the outfits and the hair—and it was the, just so
1: much originality.
0: Yeah, people being in sync, dancing with their little partners and stuff. I mean, okay. that's where Shalabar came from. Let me
1: tell you, because okay. I would have hit my partner up. Hey, we're going on Wednesday.
0: Right, right. We gotta, we practice.
1: gotta get. <laughs> Be ready because when one, two, three, that, cause when the clap. line because when the line opened up and it's our time you, you <laughs> I better, need better you hit
0: me. It. My daddy was like, I used to want to be on Soul Train so bad. It's just so funny because that was like his childhood, you know. Right. And Everybody
1: wanted to be on BET, but Soul Train was what
0: was what it was. And just think, in our generation, what was it like? One hundred and six. One hundred and six in part. Oh my gosh, I was like, that looks so cool. Like, we could just go meet the celebrities <laughs> and watch their videos. I mean, right. I guess people danced on there. I guess I don't remember that well, but. That's crazy, because we did have that. I feel so old thinking about that. I ain't thought about yeah. 106 and apart probably since it was last on TV.
1: Um, AJ and Free. That's...
0: Right. That was the, the originals. Yeah. Who were the last two people? Roxy and Terrence? Yeah. They were the last two? Were they? I feel like it It, it was like three different groups. Yeah, because it was Bow Wow two.
1: on it at one point, too, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, it was.
1: Was he not last,
0: though? I just remember him being Mr. 1060 Park because he's been on there the most times. Remember, he was on there as a little boy, though, when he first came out as Lil Bow Wow.
1: Little And he's
0: still Lil Bow Wow. I don't know why he don't realize that. I get it. You're grown. You're Shad Moss. But we're going to always know you as Lil Bow Wow. (laughs) And you ain't that tall, either. I'm sorry. Mm. (laughs) He just, that's just who he is to me. And I feel like maybe that's why people don't take him as seriously. But you were just a really great kid act. But you know what? He can act, though. I watched Robots the other day. I will say that. He he definitely can act. I feel he like was in one of, like, do. the
1: CSIs. I don't know if it was, like, New Orleans or one of them. But mm-hmm. he did a really good job. I,
0: Acting I probably do. should be what he wants to do. He probably just wants to be a hard rapper. But first of all, nigga, you're old now. I'm sorry. Once you In our generation, once you kind of get past, like, 30-plus, unless you're Drake, Beyonce, or Rihanna, I,
1: I don't really know. You're going to have to start making some moves. I think he's just going through attention. a little identity crisis because everybody sees him as Little Bow Wow and not Sean Moss. yeah. So he's fighting to bring Shy Moss to everybody.
0: Well, I mean, Who yeah. wants to
1: see that? We want Bow Wow. Right. <laughs> and I think that's his biggest issue. Because
0: he, he said on the radio or on some interview, he was like, um, you know, because they were like, why aren't you on the 2000s? You know, when B2K had their little 2000s tour or whatever, they were like, well, why wouldn't Bow Wow be on there? He was like, well, that's more for B2K, which he was giving credit to them as, you know, as a boy band or whatever. But he was like, I feel like if I was on there... I would be the headliner, which I don't know if he would be wrong about that because I remember way more Bow Wow songs than B2K. So I don't know if if he would be wrong about that. He might be the headliner. I feel like it was a little asshole-ish, but, you know. If, I feel like it would have been a good thing for him because, I mean, just think, when you think yeah. about Bow Wow, you think about 2002. But I also don't think
1: he could have performed any of the stuff that we know as classics. He was little when he was dead. I know.
0: I don't that. know if I could see him up there doing bounce with me, bounce, right. as, a, as a 30-year-old.
1: <laughs> like, no. They, uh, yeah. I say
0: little Bow Yeah, that's true because them little girls that was singing was like 15. So I don't know. That's true. But yeah. I mean, for what he said, though, because I mean, he is the most famous out of the entire group. He's more famous than Bobby V. He's more famous than all the B2K. I mean, he does beat out Omarion, at least at this point. Really? Because I, oh, I feel like Omarion's a better artist, but I feel like Bow more known, you know? Because when it comes to stuff like that, I think they, they most likely just... I think
1: they're really, really close. I I'm not going to say which one is more popular, but yeah. they're really, really close.
0: True, because I, I mean, I guess Omarion and Bow Wow are famous to black people mostly because yeah. they definitely didn't make it too mainstream. But, uh, I mean, Icebox, Icebox will always be a classic, right? It'll always have you just like, I gotta breathe in and I gotta breathe out, right? My chest. And, uh, what was that movie that was in the little dance movie? Uh, you got sir, you got sir. I ain't never gonna do it for less than right? Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I can't forget that. So, you're right, maybe Omarion might be more popular. I don't know. I guess we have to ask a white person
1: because
0: uh, just think, mm-hmm. I mean. When you even go back to when we knew Beyoncé and Destiny's Child, white folks wouldn't mess with Beyoncé like that.
1: And I appreciate it because when
0: you watched Homecoming, who'd you see singing all the old songs? Not the white folks. All the black girls would sing. They was they didn't even know me, myself, and I.
1: And that's that's a whole vibe. First, First of all, all, that's a whole mood. mood. It's not a bop. That's a mood. Right. If you don't know Dangerously in <laughs>
0: Love, don't talk to me about being a Beyonce fan. Because okay. I'm not going to listen. I don't care like how many concerts you've been to. Let's go back to
1: Speechless. Because...
0: <laughs> that whole album with the crystals. No, not Crazy in Love. I'm talking about the rest of the album. The rest like, of the album. If you don't know those, you can't come to me if about being you the Beyonce
1: you don't know... Fan.
0: Capricorn Aquarius, like Because <laughs> she's a Virgo, right? Right. <laughs> if you're not a survivor.
1: If you can't pay my bills.
0: Right, right. My bills, <laughs> bills, and bills. And bills,
1: because that's real life <laughs> right now. If you can't
0: provide for me, okay. I even remember um, it was this episode of The Proud Family where Steve, uh, she Penny had gotten this credit card, and it was the voice of Steve Harvey because it had his mouth on it and his he mustache. Must asked,
1: I do recall.
0: <laughs> and she was in there shopping, and they played Destiny's Child, um, Independent Woman. You know, she was, mm-hmm. um, up. She was in there shopping. I was like, that's how you know the culture was there. Had- they included a Destiny's Child song. They included a Dr. Dre song in there one time. Like, just using that, like, it's so sad Disney doesn't have that anymore. Yeah. Know what my kids I, think, watch. I
1: think Disney didn't know the type of jewel they had with Probably. Exactly. Family. They really kind of slept on it and kind of gave us like. Because they, gave them
0: they could have given more seasons. Definitely.
1: All of the episodes are on YouTube, by the way. So. They are?
0: Yes. Look. And I don't understand why the streaming services haven't put them on. Netflix can get an easy bag with that. Easy. Because we're, cause we're already paying more so we could watch Homecoming. So yeah. since we're paying extra, put some more black shit on there. If
1: <laughs> y'all take off friends, we would watch a whole much more, like, black stuff.
0: Yeah. I mean, I guess because Friends, people love Friends so much, which, I don't know. I guess I watched some episodes of Friends, but, like, it's literally the white-living single.
1: It's a no for me, dog.
0: Right. (laughs) Like, (laughs) Rachel and Ross and a break. I'm like, what happened? Like, I don't know, because I know they paid, like, millions for that. To keep it
1: on. And I was just like, who is watching this?
0: White people. Probably black people, too. They say it's a good show. Yeah, I think...
1: I think I think it's, show. like, the whole Arby's thing about, like, we don't know who's keeping it open, but, right, know right. somebody, somebody doing it.
0: So. <laughs> somebody watching this shit. Somebody That's so watching. funny. Well, just, you know, talking about black culture and how it's how it's shaped the mainstream culture, especially of American culture. Because just think, America is the mainstream of the world. Right. Everybody looks to us for everything, and it's so crazy because we're getting so... We've, we've been getting embarrassed, probably, but we're just getting so embarrassed right now because... America just has so many issues but I think America's biggest issue is is the denial the denial you want to deny you want to act like you're just this great and and, and I'm not gonna front like I don't want to live nowhere else because I'm fine with living in the USA of course you know I, just I'm very privileged hard to be here sometimes. yeah like as as privileged as we kind of are compared to a lot of countries especially third world countries and stuff in the world Definitely. I know I have it better than a lot of people but they do make it hard to live here even if you're You know, Hispanic or or Muslim or a a white woman. I guess you know they have it hard sometimes. But
1: (laughs) it's too many negative categories for a person to be in. For white to just be like the good standing, like the
0: the white straight male specifically. Right. It's like they're the only ones that are just a hundred percent okay. They can go shoot the people up. They can go steal all the money from Wall Street. They can lie in the government. But but who's Yikes. going? <laughs> but who's going to jail? But the rest of us, like you said, there's too many negatives. Well, you're black, so you're aggressive. Or
1: and it's it's just it's just too many categories that we fit that they, in into yeah. multiple bubbles that just add additional strikes to us. And it's Ooh, just yes. like dang, Say that. Say that. I can't I can't win for losing. Like, right nothing is working for my benefit but they seem to be working for yours
0: exactly and that's why I feel like our our influence as far as our creativity is why it's just like I guess it's, it's, it's important for us to try to to try to I don't know like you know how music musicians get their masters and stuff and get their ownership because it's like the right. real power I think that's why it's important for us to kind of maybe even have our own like maybe eventually we get a streaming service or something like that or maybe Netflix subscribe Netflix. to title. Or, or you know what I'm saying, Jay Z? Like we have to start investing into our own stuff yeah. because everybody we gotta else, buy is, black. everybody else is getting money off of us. So why aren't we getting money off of us? Yeah, you know?
1: and I think we're slowly but surely getting there. Right. It's just that like when you start at a disadvantage, you have to work your way up to zero, mm-hmm. and then start to Ooh, propel. Yes. A lot of people think that oh, okay, I'm just gonna pick myself up, and I'm already at zero. No, no, we're You gotta work your. That. You gotta work your way to zero, to the starting line because you're back. And then you have to begin to work,
0: like what we said about the boots. You know, boots. after slavery, what boots? Yeah, pull yourself up by your own bootstraps. That's what people say here in America. Yeah. What boots? What boots did you give us? Once we were free, they're like, okay, you niggers can go, but you can't go here. You can't go here. You can't live here. If you do this, you're going to jail. We're going your to jail. You're still going to work for me, for me, and you're still going to work for me right. <laughs> for nothing. So yeah, pull yourself up by your own bootstraps, yeah. like some fuck shit really
1: that's real positivity for you
0: but I wanted to get into specific black creatives to kind of talk about their influence and their just our love for I them I love black
1: people if y'all didn't notice right just, we in here just having right.
0: snapping like I said they, they looked real happy on Soul Train. I don't know what was going on in the 70s I feel like for the people that was alive in the 70s they was just having too much fun they said ooh segregation is over so they thought they were like <laughs> segregation is over we got afros everybody's right. hair is healthy our skin we feeling good right. we got good music and then the 80s Crack? No. (laughs) Real life. They said, Oh, these these niggas are too happy. Let's put some crack on them. Let's put these bad Jericho perms on them, burn your hair out.
1: (laughs) It's just like, oh, y'all was having too much fun.
0: Y'all having too much fun. We need to make sure. But you know what? Hip hop came out of that. Yeah. So we have to we have to
1: it's it's, it's crazy it's crazy that out of oppression, right? Black people really Form like some of the out greatest of tru- out of struggle we really come out and like show how really blessed and highly favored we really are Ooh, to like yes, all of those again. and like like other people they they might have that you know they might show that too but it's just something else about this melanin well, get you know, into pressure, it y'all. pressure like,
0: make diamonds pressure and where makes the diamonds, diamonds come at. from africa oh, come on now where are they mostly at where's all the gold at Africa.
1: Yeah. It's not in California no more, so y'all can stop. Right. right they...
0: That's why I'm not understanding this Texas. I'm going to just go ahead and just have like a side, a little side note for this Texas housing stuff. Because, you know, we're getting older. We're going to try to, we're have to buy housing eventually. The housing market here in Texas is, is going up so fast. Yeah. I see so many for sale signs, especially in old black neighbors like where my grandma lives. And it's sad. People cannot afford their housing no more. These California people, take your ass back to California. I'm sorry y'all yeah. fucked it up. I'm sorry y'all, y'all are polluted. <laughs> I'm sorry y'all are polluted. That
1: y'all about to detach from the from U.S.A.? The re-
0: Please, I'm sorry, you gotta go. Hollywood, y'all can go too because we can shoot stuff anywhere now. You know what I'm saying? Like, Honestly. I'm sorry, float away. Florida too. Y'all about to go. They about as well. to be
1: underwater. So we got one side that's about to literally break, break off. off the other one that's about to be underwater. <laughs>
0: don't bring that shit to Texas. Like, please. we are fine. We are fine with our Mexicans. Don't build no wall. Please. We are fine. PSA, we literally we love connect Mexicans. America to the re- to the, to South America. We right. connect North America and South America. Like, don't don't come over here and try to mess our stuff up and take our housing. You're not Gonna take our housing because just think how expensive stuff is in California. You know, everybody put on Twitter when uh, like Blueface bought that house for a million or whatever, they were like, You can get that in Texas, for 200,000 people are moving here. Like, you're right,
1: we're all at capacity, all of the major cities are at exactly Houston, Dallas, San Antonio, Corpus Christi. We're all at capacity. Please do not move here.
0: Please exit. The wall, the
1: wall is gonna be for y'all. Really. Right? We it's not to even gonna, gonna be. It's not time. gonna be for the Mexicans. <laughs> it's gonna be for y'all to stay out. Because the Mexicans
0: out. don't do shit. They but get they,
1: the- they come here. They handle their business. <laughs> right. But y'all, y'all trying to well, come well, here and immigrants. take the immigrants.
0: I don't even want to say the Mexicans yeah, because right. the sad part is, is that with all this immigrant stuff that's going on, it's 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 like it's a connotation with. Mexicans, there's mm-hmm. Mexican Americans. I mean, Texas was Mexico at one point, Definitely. so they are here. They, it's not like they came or whatever. The, they're like already majority here.
1: of the West Coast was Mexico.
0: Yeah, literally from California to Texas was Mexico. All of that. So, so I don't want to necessarily just say Mexicans. Excuse me for that. I mean, I meant immigrants, but that's what. But that's the picture. That's the propaganda that, behind the media that presents. the government is painting. So right. we're gonna say it like it is because that's what they're trying to say. Yeah. That's what they want to. That's what they want to say. They do if if we can be honest, you know, and of course I obviously have nothing against Mexicans. I ain't got no power. So I'm saying I'm one of those black people, which, you know, people might get mad at me for this or I'm being controversial, but I don't get mad at Hispanic, Hispanic people for saying nigga, because it's like, especially when we all, or a lot of us group in the same neighborhoods, went to the same schools, you know what I'm saying? Kind of has some of the same, I don't want to say same struggles. Cause I don't know if they came from another country or whatever the case is, but you have no institutional power over me. When you say nigga, that don't mean nothing to me. If it was a white person say nigga. Because if a white person say nigga, I can go to jail. I can die. <laughs> the I police get is getting calls. They're saying nigga while they're on the phone with the police. Yes, I am would want these niggers. Like there's something that happen to me if they say that yeah. word. If you say it, what's gonna happen to me? Mm-hmm. Nothing. I don't worry about that shit. But getting into the black creatives, of course. Like I was trying to say earlier. Uh, <laughs> We're going to go ahead and go into like our film category. Um of course we have to first mention John Singleton um r.i.p he just R. passed this past week right yes i know he was in a coma he was
1: on life support and in a coma or... yeah
0: his and like his family took him off life support or something yeah. right and yeah. uh, and i heard maybe this was just gossip or something but they were like his family's fighting over the money which always happens when somebody in the family got money yeah um which is so We've sad we gotta do better so american i, I don't even want to say it's a black or a white that's yeah. an American. we just gotta problem. do better as
1: a, as people
0: honestly. yeah because that that love of that money that, that, that mighty dollar.
1: Right.
0: People people be like, oh they're gonna know. Okay, so who's getting this, you know, right. at the funeral. Um but yes. <laughs> Don't know for real. At, I well, the year that my great grandmother and my great aunt passed, so her and her daughter, they passed the same week we had like a double funeral That's and tough. it was it was emotional. Um but my great aunt was sick with cancer and then my great grandmother was in her nineties. So it's like something that could happen, you know? Right. And so like my family was handling pretty handling it pretty well, but the rest of the family who wasn't around, who wasn't taking care of my great granny, who wasn't taking care of my aunt, barely, they want to get to the funeral and be like, so who's getting all they stuff, you know? You want to cry for 30 minutes and get all in the grass and in the mud and be dramatic. You know, black people, oh, lord, I wish I could have went well You know what I'm saying? Being dramatic. And then once you get over that, you're like, okay, dust yourself off. So who's getting the money? No. I've seen it, so I definitely believe his family is doing that shit. Um, Well, I don't want to say I, I believe that. I just... Like it could, could, yeah, it could happen because I don't know what his family's going through because I'm sure they're sad they lost him. Um, but you know, he directed Boys in the Hood, he also did uh, he did Higher Learning, which I did not know he did Higher Learning. And Higher Learning, low key, is like a what's it called, like foreshadowing. You know, how in Higher Mm. Learning that white boy shot all them kids up at that school, and just think that was the 90s. Columbine didn't happen till 99, till 99, and then I think that's when The Matrix came out or something, and then from then on. It's been school shootings every year, multiple, multiple. And he was the first person to kind of put that on film like that, you know?
1: Y'all let a black man tell y'all the future. And y'all still ignored it, but okay.
0: I mean, in higher learning, it wasn't even just the 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 school shooting because that was about racism. Because the boy that shot everybody, shot everybody up was a skinhead. And remember, I think somebody one of one of the white girls who had like a black roommate. I think this boy like tried to rape her or something like that. And Ooh. and so, the, so she told her, and and then she told her black friends, and they pulled him on the white boy. Was like, you ain't gonna never disrespect her. And they called the black girl a bitch. They said, you not gonna disrespect my black queen. Like it was just all this stuff. And I was like, this is such a great movie. Like <laughs> it's so crazy he directed that. I don't know if he wrote any of it.
1: He wrote a lot of like truth-telling scenarios, right. Like Anything he put his name behind, from what I've seen so far, it's mm-hmm. just like very reality-based. Like Especially Boys in the Hood, us. that was that was real life for those who stayed in I that see, area. That
0: damn Jerry crew. that was that was real life. That was, <laughs> that was real life. <laughs> the perm, yeah. the, the drink in the forties, oh, California, yeah. They lived a hard and life over they, there.
1: They did. He he told real stories.
0: Yeah. And and that's what we want, especially, is the is the story. Yes. And it's and anything. it's
1: those black creatives like him who are creating platforms where we get to tell our narratives. It's right. not so much we're people. not letting the white people tell our stories. We're we're gonna tell them because y'all have done a bad job. Because mm-hmm. y'all are literally erasing if, us from history right now.
0: Either they want to erase us and create a whole new one, or they feel like they can somewhat it's like they kind of sugarcoat what we go through. They right. put this, this white sugar over it and make it seem like, well, it's bad, but it's not that bad because this no, is It's how not white, white sugar, are. it's
1: powdered sugar.
0: Ooh, it's probably cocaine. <laughs> it's probably <laughs> that white that white girl, that booger
1: sugar. Because you know they love cocaine. Booger sugar.
0: That's why I said the 70s people. People was having too much fun. They know they was on cocaine and shit. But anyways, <laughs> um, John Singleton, I watched an interview of him and he directed uh, Michael Jackson's Remember the Time. And he said at that time, this was like 91 or something, he was like, this is the biggest thing I've ever worked on. Wow. Like the fact that as big as Michael was at that point, I know he yeah. was going through all his shit, but he was still super huge. He gave... A black director, the opportunity, and not even just John Singleton, but into the per- the next person I'm about to go into, which is Spike Lee. Spike Lee directed mm. um, "They Don't Care About Us," right. which was a song about the system. Right. It's so sad because with and all I, the shit that Michael Jackson went through, he was trying to tell us, and we just dance care. into it now. Right, right. We just, we just on the weed. Which we, is like, crazy. Is we got to do
1: better, y'all. I'm still gonna do the line. He was dance trying to myself, tell
0: but... us they don't care about us. I'm the most famous nigga in the world, and they don't even care about me. Right.
1: So you they sure don't care about y'all.
0: He was trying to tell us, and so I feel like with John Singleton and Spike Lee, cause Spike Lee was a little bit before John Singleton. Spike Lee started in the 80s, because she's got to have it. Have you seen the original film?
1: That film was everything. I love that Nola Darling as a, compared to the one that's on Netflix right now.
0: Yeah. Um, I think the one that's on Netflix right now, she's just fine. Yeah. I and think, she has this very ethnic black queenness. She yeah. She just
1: does. I think that that perspective is really just wrote by men, where Mm -hmm. As I think Spike Lee brought more women to the table. Probably, yeah. So hopefully hopefully, season two, y'all do better. Right.
0: I want to see what season two is going to be like. Because, I mean, just to base the the show off a film, you have to add more to the story than than what there already was. Um, But that film, I mean, that was his first film. And it was in black and white. It was black and white. In the 80s when there was color for everything. And just that story in itself of a black woman. Who was as sexually liberated as she was, she was sleeping with three men. And right. of course, for even nowadays, if we know somebody like that, who's at a hoe? A you know whole, what I'm saying? Or whole. even even if you single and you mess with other people, you know, I'm just out here being a hoe. And I'm it's living sad, my best life. Right, right. I'm mean, I'm living my best life. But in our mind, especially for women, we equate several partners with being a hoe. But no one ever But
1: that's a double standard because if you got that man, men, yeah. Who has multiple partners, oh he a G, he a player.
0: Oh, Jesus. Multiple baby mamas. Oh, we're not
1: gonna go there. Right, right. <laughs> we're not gonna go
0: we need to call that a virus. No, I'm just playing. Woo. Um <laughs> but he had She's Gotta Have It. He had um what's the college movie? That was the first time I ever saw anything with a That's HBC. the one with Tisha Campbell in it. Uh, and
1: yeah, all of that. Um oh,
0: what's oh my god, I know the name of this movie. Why do I wanna say first class? That is not the name of that damn movie. This is so embarrassing. Um Right, right. Get on Google. Click, right. click, click. Tap, tap, tap. We know the name of this movie. I do.
1: I'm finna find it. Just give me like. And, and the crazy part
0: is, my mom said that is what Greek life was back in the day, really? and all the stuff that he endured. School days. School days. School days. And that's when we see Lawrence Fishburne,
1: <coughs> who <coughs> was
0: also in Boys in the Hood. You know what I'm saying? Like we get to see all of these different black faces. Like you said, Tisha Campbell. All these people who, who um, ca- in the '90s, start who thriving. We realize, like, um, it it talked about it. It talked about the difference between light skin and dark skin remember the colorism the yeah and oh yeah the colorism was
1: yeah
0: it definitely and that's that's something that's within our own culture that that's we still have our to own deal
1: community with. that we're still dealing A with demon the light skin versus there. dark skin and black I wonder, people and in all people shades are beautiful that. by the way you said what black people in all shades are beautiful
0: of course and see we knew that over there in africa well if we were different shades because you got to think about it here in america i mean once you get introduced to you know lighter people and we all start intermixing, which naturally happens. It's mm-hmm. not a bad thing. I it was going to happen
1: regardless. It was
0: going to happen regardless. So that's what I'm saying. Who planted that idea of the light skin and the dark skin, Jim Crow? You know what I'm saying? They planted that idea long ago, right?
1: Because they was putting us against each other when we was on the plantation, right? The light skins in the house, dark skins outside.
0: Yep. And
1: and we forever hated each other since then.
0: Well, the sad part is, is I always say this that African Americans. We we do have to kind of we we are Americans so we also have some of that denial some of that foolishness that all Americans have because we're we're privileged we are I think that African Americans have to realize that in a way that unfortunately especially about now we are somewhat an extension of the white people here. Because they did bring us, they they taught us English and all these things. And we, of course, we we create our own thing because we still have African blood, which is right. probably the strongest. <laughs> Honestly. It is. We, 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 we can outrun you. <laughs> well, we can try. You know what I'm saying? We, we can do all these no, things. No, we, we
1: outrun you. Yeah,
0: We'll sing, out dance, let's go there. Um, We got golf, we got tennis, we got them all. But I think that because we are Americans and, I mean, just think of slavery. I mean, by the time the slavery was over, there were about a million Mulatto babies. So we have some of us, I mean, especially if you do maybe come out super light, you probably got some mass in you. I probably got some mass in me, you know? Yeah. It's it's unfortunate to think of it that way, but it's the truth. And I mean, I guess it doesn't really matter though, because even when you see a mixed child, I mean, in they're America, black. you're black. You're black. No matter if you got a white mama or a white daddy, if you got that little chocolate in you, I mean, it's going to show no matter what.
1: It's going to show in that hair or in that skin. Yeah. And
0: they're still going to treat you that way. So I guess, you know, It's it's interesting to to see that even mixed people, they kind of have identity issues because they feel like they share both because they actually do. But Mm -hmm. in society, they really don't. In society, they might get more privileges than people that are darker than them, but they still are seen as a black person. They're still put in the black category. They're just, oh, they're these blacks, you know? White people don't see them as, oh, they're half us, you know?
1: So to bring a question up about that, do you think there should be, like, of course, a black creative to tell that story because yeah, I think I think that's really an untapped market right there. Right, oh, yeah. so if y'all creative and you got something on the brain, I mean you're it's looking a lot of mixed idea. people now,
0: so somebody could do it. Because even Mariah Carey said, when I was younger, I didn't know who I was because I look like a little black girl, but I'm running around with my white mama and you know Obama. You know, my white family. Right. Yeah, and I, I think that different.
1: I think that hurts. A little bit more when you are mixed and you come from, like, a broken family. Yeah. So, like, you're a black boy but with a white mom. Or you're a a black girl with a white dad Mm -hmm. and you stay with them, like, you're definitely gonna go through. It's it's a crisis.
0: whole half of your identity you don't even know, yeah. and it's actually the stronger half. If we could be honest, it's the bigger half. It's the
1: more present half.
0: Uh, yeah, that story definitely should be told. I'm I'm sure it will be one day. I mean, just watching Drake get to the level that he gets to, which isn't surprising, because even Obama became president. I mean, they wouldn't go let a fool nigga be president. Come on now, they they wouldn't let Tyrone be president. Not
1: Tyrone. <laughs> they
0: weren't gonna let him do it. They they just weren't. Um, anyone that's probably our colors, we we probably wouldn't. They probably wouldn't have made it. Um, if we could be honest, so maybe we do need them to kind of break down those barriers for us. Yeah, uh, I think it know. starts
1: with, I think it starts with seeing it on a screen. Yeah. So, like, tell the story, write the page, all of that. Yeah. Like put, I mean, even books are becoming more mm-hmm. accessible to people. Mm-hmm. I know we don't like to read, but, we I need mean, to. we well. do. But, like, audiobooks, yeah. I mean, we can't just be you know zane fans and sister soldier fans
0: right oh not zane <laughs> <laughs> you went there
1: with them i zane? did yeah who gave you a damn zane. zane book i said wait what is this we had a zane book in our high school and it was the worst thing that could possibly ever happen <laughs> i don't even think that the school actually like had it in its registry i think somebody just put it on the shelf and what? it was in the over library? in the library they did this
0: shit on purpose I see my first day book in college. My friend let me have one. And it's just so funny that they still have readable porn. Like, we have the internet. What do you need to read it for?
1: (laughs) Well, some people's imagination is very more I guess it takes them there.
0: I guess it takes them to another place. She was
1: very, very vivid with her words.
0: Yeah, she was. Super
1: vivid. So as a visual person, like, I was, like, in the room like a fly on the wall. Right. (laughs) am I
0: hearing? Am I seeing what I, she's I'm, saying?
1: I'm seeing it because well, my I guess we need to give her credits speaking, yeah.
0: credits too because they credits books are too. super popular. I heard about them before I ever saw it's a chronicle, one. So yeah. like it's a multiple. And they're they're entire, And Then it was like else. a
1: movie made. So we see books becoming film mm-hmm. by black creative. So they
0: made a they made like like a porno or like a real movie. No,
1: no, it was like Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I was like,
0: Oh, is this in the ebony section? Like <laughs> Wait, what? Wow, they made Ooh, a movie
1: from the same book? They made a movie from the same book.
0: Wow, I need to. Well,
1: you remember <laughs> like she had this husband and she cheated with like this other oh, artist oh, what's... and she threw herself in front of the car?
0: Oh, wait, instead of in front of the car? Wait, 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 who are you talking
1: about? Yeah, like she was like a sex addict.
0: Oh, Temptation? No, not Temptation. No, no. What's the other one? I know which one you talked about. Yeah. She was in one of the Medea movies. Yes, yeah, she was. Is the, that actually oh, was an it adult. It wasn't Adulterous. That was a movie on Netflix.
1: Nah, that movie was that.
0: <laughs> took, took many turns.
1: Definitely. Um,
0: what is the name of that movie? I know. Which, also, that was based off a Zane book. Mm-hmm. I know which movie. You're t- but it basically was just like Temptation. She cheated her husband. Addicted. Addicted. She cheated. Because I remember just how the movie opened. And you're like, she had sex with her husband. But she was like, well, this isn't enough. She was and, like, let's
1: go. Round five. But
0: see, that's how, you know, lust can overtake you. Even if you married, if that lust gets you, what's going to yeah. stop you from doing what you're doing? Ooh.
1: So a mess. We, we see that books can become films. So, hey, mm-hmm.
0: what's a good book that would be a good film? Well, you know, the Hate You Give became a film.
1: The Hate You Give. Precious, was a book. Ooh. What
0: you doing?
1: What you doing? What you doing?
0: And mm-hmm. and the movie was enough. That was an emotional
1: roller coaster.
0: Yeah. That movie. I mean, and it's just Shout like out you, to you were sad. Right. Shout out to the Monique. Okay. D-Monique. The only who came in doing Moesha. Then the Parker. She got her own show.
1: She did. Got then she the had partners. a late night. Then yep. she had a radio. She did
0: have a late night. She is yeah.
1: Yeah, round of applause to her.
0: Right. I feel like I can't. I feel like with what she said and when she was coming out about all this stuff about Oprah and him, I can't say she's lying. I can't with all with the with the amount of work you have. Now you never know about show business because these people are performers, so they know how to trick us. Right. But I feel like with all of what she was saying and I watch her um her live with her and her husband sometimes. Like, there's no way she could have been lying.
1: Yeah. I wish and how she's we could have banded. Now. I wish we could have banded together and maybe like. Not supported Netflix because of it.
0: We we still struggle with that with Unity. Yeah. Yeah. We 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 definitely. I struggle definitely with Unity. struggled
1: with it. I have my Netflix.
0: Okay, and been having it, and I don't think I'm gonna cancel it. Like, I love you because I love though. HBO too. I mean, fuck HBO, like I said, for that leaving Neverland shit, but I'm watching Game of Thrones every week, so
1: I'm watching Netflix.
0: and and when Insecure returns, definitely watching that I'm too. Watching so novels. I can't give it up all the way. Like I said, I could say fuck you, but I'm right. still watch your shit. So does it really mean anything? <laughs> like, I mean, Nike, and then it, it doesn't I'ma help, still buy that, it, but I'm gonna right. burn it. Like,
1: it doesn't help that, like, we're all sharing the same Netflix. Anyway, so. right. Well,
0: maybe we're not all paying, so maybe that is good. At least yeah. we're all watching the content partially for free. Look, like, Let me stop before they find before, my cancel before it. they go
1: up on the price again. We already are paying for Homecoming.
0: We did, so which was worth it. It's fine. Was it definitely Shout was out to you, bae. Right. It was worth it. It was. I mean, she and the, and the crazy part is that's how you know how smart Beyonce and the Carters because I don't even want to say it's just Beyonce because I know oh, Jay Z yeah. back. It's there. a
1: whole dynasty. A she whole... said, "I have three kids now. Yep. It's not just Blue Ivy who." Has expensive habits. It's Sir and Romy.
0: Yeah, because when Blue Ivy come up, I wonder if Blue Ivy's going to be the one that we think, or she's going to be the business one, and then the younger two are going to be performers. or something, I you would know? love that. That would be crazy because let
1: Blue Ivy run the business. She's seen it firsthand right. the
0: longest, so she's she's sitting here watching the performances. She's learning the performances. She's learning the choreo. She was like, "I'm hitting this shit, you bitches or not?" I'm like, singing. <laughs> and she did you hear her voice at the end of that? Beyonce is getting her classically trained. Did you hear her voice? She's holding notes. She already has vibrato. She's like, what, seven, six?
1: Yeah, she's young.
0: Oh, yeah. Beyonce know what they're doing. You're right. They are a dynasty. That's why I feel like the Carters, you know, I don't even want to jinx them or nothing like that. You know, God protect them. The Carters might be that, that big, like that first black family that dynasty maybe something like the rockefellers maybe so something like gonna the Vanderbilts.
1: Be, are they gonna be our little huxtables for the
0: future let's hope so we, we thought it was gonna be the Jacksons, but they fucked that shit up <laughs> the white people got to him they got to him germany that hair i don't know what happened yeah. but they, they said, gave
1: us fi- family dynasty vibes. right
0: they, they were they were the trial run because they did have <laughs> michael they had Janet too yeah. they were the trial run They got fucked up a little bit. We still have Janet. We still have Janet, luckily, but she barely. (laughs) But the Carter's... Are that 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 rejuvenation? They're this yeah. actual this version. revamp, yeah. They're this actual version that well, with a strong mom and dad. because yeah. I mean, Beyonce got to have her marriage. She got to have her kids successfully. It wasn't no other shit going on. So she
1: get to have her career
0: and her career. She got to have all of it. So we're gonna hope and pray that they get to move forward and that they get to be you know that black dynasty that hopefully can be a model for the rest of us. You know, mm. um, but of course we have to talk about Issa before we get out of here, um, as probably the most well, I, was, I guess she is the most relevant. I mean, her and Ava. Her and Ava DuVernay. Ava DuVernay. Duvernay. Yeah.
1: Gaselma. Um, well, no, it's one more. Oh, what is her name? Um, uh, She did Master of None. Um, She had the dress, but she cut her hair off.
0: Oh, oh, she had. yeah. She had the... Oh, I yeah. know what you're talking about.
1: Gosh. These are like... These are the people that are really like just paving the way yeah. for just like black hitters. creativity. The women. The,
0: they coming in. They are. Even um, Regina King, seven seconds.
1: Regina, and she just got uh, renewed a contract. She got
0: a deal. Her and her sister. So, yeah. Seven seconds. Bring back back
1: the Boondocks if you don't mind.
0: Yeah, because she could do that and she should. But see, I don't know because, you know, the Boondocks came out at a different time. So, could they be the same? Because everybody's probably going to expect the same. I
1: could definitely see them doing, like, a whole segment about the four years Donald Trump was in presidency. Yeah, if
0: I feel like that would be a good thing for them for them to focus on. But you know how Riley and even the grandpa, and sometimes they stay stuff that maybe would be considered out of pocket now. But I think if that's we look what they're probably back, worried when about. When we look
1: back at all of it, like it was relevant. Like it might have been because that R. Kelly, early.
0: that was I did not even know R. Kelly was in court or nothing, but I seen it through a cartoon. Yes, because we were young when it happened. Um, I saw I it through a cartoon. I was like. Is this what's really happening in the world? And it was—it was the funniest shit I've ever seen. Yeah. R. Kelly up there dancing, everybody outside the courthouse. They told so shit. many true
1: stories, like between the R. Kelly story, Usher, that was Usher, funny. Uh, <laughs> Pat Williams, yeah, ooh, Snoop Dogg. Yes. Like it was—they were definitely. Ahead of this time. Oh, yeah. So, Regina King, if you hear this, I don't know if you ever will, but sis...
0: Right, I need you to come back with it. I don't know how you're going to do but you're going to do it.
1: And I need you playing both roles. I don't need no new person. She's
0: going to do both. Ain't no I way she you, couldn't. She's the originals. Honest. We will be able to tell. Like no, We this would, and we're going to be
1: like, sis,
0: Well, when it. you just said Cat Williams, that reminded me of Childish Gambino. Danny Glover, Childish Gambino, whatever his name is, that nigga is creative as fuck. He is. He is so talented. I have watched act, that. What was that? Guava Island with with Rihanna, and that's an old song from a year ago. The summertime song, really? That came out last year. Yes, he he released like a EP or something with like two songs on it. It was that song, and it was another summertime song that he made, and he had a whole he's music video. he's a comedian video. too. And he's a comedian. Like he's
1: really, he's not even a triple threat. Like he's just everything. He's everything. And that's, that's often how we all are. Like mm-hmm. we can definitely touch multiple markets, right? Music, film, and he can TV. dance. He can dance.
0: He's good at everything.
1: He's controversial too, you which know, I appreciate.
0: You know, when I was thinking about us talking about who can dance and who can sing, um, you know, Bruno Mars. Everybody kind of has this conversation about Bruno Mars because I don't think he's like black. Like actually, like black, but he's mixed with a whole bunch of shit, and he's literally racially ambiguous. So it kind of doesn't matter because he looks black, even in "Please Me." Have you seen the video with him and Cardi B? I he did. looks Hispanic. He had a the little, the little cholo, uh, cholo. Uh, mustache. His hair is done like it's weird. He could be anything. When you're racially ambiguous, you can do anything. Right. I ain't gonna lie, he a bad motherfucker too. He yeah. can, he can, he can sing. He can dance. He can write.
1: I'm not writing him off just because he happens to. Know what his audience wants, like Mm -hmm. he he does it well. Like he started off in pop, like but my biggest thing is like he does it and it's and it's not bad. It's great actually. Yeah, and he does pay tribute to the people who like open the door for him. So like I'll be, I could see if he was bad at it. Mm-hmm. Then we could definitely we wash our hands with him. Definitely,
0: but definitely if, as long him. as he,
1: as long as he is doing the please, I'm not gonna complain. The, when I'm looking at you, because right, he sang as the shit out of
0: please he... me. Forget Cardi B's part. I just want to hear him singing. Honestly, mm-hmm. I feel like that would have been a great R and B song if he would have just done it by himself. Um
1: Cardi definitely added a little spice to it.
0: She well of course and see she's also racially ambiguous. She's she Puerto Rican or something like that, right? So she's mm-hmm. Hispanic and black. She can speak Spanish. I mean, she's that's probably why she's just so popular now because she's made it cross that that barrier. She did yeah. that song with Bad Bunny. You no, know, they they love Bad Bunny. They love him. I did not even know who he was. There was this girl in my job that said she's going to his concert. I remember keep seeing all these people on Instagram. Like, a lot of my Hispanic friends, they love him. And so I didn't even know he was in I Like It. Like, he was in that song. And so she, she just had to cross both. Plus, of course, she's married to Amigos, so... I don't know how long that's going to last, but let me not put that energy out there. Because when she put that video online of her showing, like, she was like, y'all think this is my pussy, but it's not Mirror, my- You see that video where I she's in the not. mirror? It's it's all over Twitter. It's a, It's a video of her in the mirror, like, damn near naked, talking about... Um, I guess people are talking about her body or they thought they saw her vagina, but I mean, P- Cardi B used to be a stripper. So we've pretty much seen her whole body by now. It's whatever. And she's like, y'all think y'all have seen this or whatever. And she's like recording in the mirror. And then you can see, uh, offset about to come in the room, but he like walks in and like backs up and just gets out the way. And it was just like, sis, this is why your marriage is going the way that it's going. Because oh. you're constantly on Instagram live. And I'm not saying she doesn't have the freedom to do this, but she does. But I feel like people need to realize what they have with their freedom. Because it's like, are we really free? Because everything has a consequence, you know? Mm. If you're going to put your whole body on the internet, like Kim K, for example. She don't give a fuck, so it really doesn't matter. But if you're going to put your whole body out there or whatever... But you also want to be seen as this, you know, holier than thou. You just can't do it that way. right? Beyonce's I, the only person, even then, she's not slutty with it. But Beyonce, we've seen a lot of Beyonce's body over the years. She's just done it, I guess, in a classy classier, way.
1: classier way. Um, I'm, So here's my thing about black creatives. I, I feel like certain ones get to experience what life is like mm-hmm. to truly be free. Yeah. And what I mean by that a is they get few. to say... They get to say what they want and do what they want. I mean they get the heat for it, but it, it doesn't really it affect, doesn't affect them. them right? And and mainly it's Kanye West.
0: Ooh, Kanye.
1: I, I feel like Jaden Smith is my person. When I see like black freedom, I really feel like Jaden Smith.
0: The Smith, Smith Willow they can Go anywhere Jaden. They can
1: do anything. Jada will like they have this this experience of black freedom that most of us don't have. We ain't never gonna see that or aspire <laughs> to. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um so that's something that I, like, think about a lot is, like, these black creatives, you know, they've done their time. A they've family. done the work. <laughs> yeah. yeah, They've done their time. They've done the work. Or they have the legacy of somebody who's done that. Mm-hmm. And so they get to live.
0: Quincy Jones is like life. that. I watched Jones a, is like that. I watched his documentary <coughs> um, two weeks ago. And I didn't realize, like, Quincy Jones is old, first of all. He's, like, 80-something. But He's
1: the last one. You get to tell your story when you're the last one. He's literally.
0: But he could tell a lot of people's story from, like, the 40s till now, he worked with, um I think, Frank Sinatra. See, that's mm-hmm. how he got on, because he was working with Frank Sinatra. Frank Sinatra, of course, is a big white singer. You know, right. we all got to come in the door some way. Yeah. You in know? the 40s,
1: that's that was your that's, way that in. That was
0: the way in. And he said that Frank Sinatra was actually a really good friend of his. And, you know, back then, I mean, Lena Horne and all those people that were really popular, yeah, as, as popular as they were, they couldn't, about Belafonte and them, they couldn't be in the White Hotel. Right. You had to walk them through the kitchen. You can't stay here. He said, if you're not going to let my band stay here, because, um, Quincy Jones was like the leader of his band or whatever. He was was like, Yeah, he was like, if they're not gonna let them stay here, then I'm not staying here either, you know? So he got in that way. But Quincy Jones has, I mean, he went through Frank Sinatra up through like, I think he wrote, um, it's my party, I can cry if I want. He wrote a bunch of white pop hits. He went all the way up. He worked from, uh, he didn't really work for Motown, but of course he worked with a lot of their artists and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Of course, Michael and Thriller and Bad and all of that. I mean, the 90s, he put on hip hop artists, Tevin Campbell. He found Tevin Campbell. Yeah. Like, it was just so crazy how much. How much talent, like he got to experience, like over the years, and he is that black creative. He's a composer. He has written for movies. He did the entire soundtrack for the Wiz. I think I'm sure with other movies. That
1: was my. Now that's how you know black people was creative, right? Now, don't get me wrong. The Wizard of Oz Mm -hmm. was nice, but the Wiz, I just, I mean, it was just so much, so much melanin.
0: Yeah. so much coolness. Yeah. She didn't even have red shoes. She had on
1: silver shoes. Because red, silver looks great on of course
0: Brownskin. it did. I mean, it was the 70s, so like, just think, it looked like a disco ball on her feet, honestly.
1: And she was tap, tap, tapping on that. Everybody's road. character.
0: I mean, oh, that's funny again, like, even with Michael being a scarecrow, I just think he was like 18 then. This right. is before he was big. Like, he was the little scarecrow with an afro. Then you get the 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 tin man, the tin and they in there doing all this stuff. And he and then, doing the robot. Right, right, right. Doing the robot because you know right. where it came from. <laughs> then the lion. I mean, even the, you know, this thing with the poppies, you know, in The Wizard of Oz, it's actual so they right. go to sleep. It's like poison or something. my mom loved The Wizard of Oz when I was younger, and then of course I loved The Wiz. The poppies were like I don't know if they was like prostitutes or strippers. But, you know they were like women. They had the big old clear heels on. <laughs> I was like, is this a kids movie? Like
1: it definitely was. But it
0: but it was like symbolism because it was kind of symbolizing like an actual. Um, I guess at that time, like a modern Wizard of Oz, it was the 70s. It was like kind of like New York a little bit. So, I mean, what would be poison? What would not poison? But what would be like this kind of something to draw you in? You know, I guess sparkles and lust and clear heels. I don't know. Like those things would draw you in, I guess. I mean, but even the witch. And and the flying monkeys, the monkeys. and everybody dancing and, and turning up. the birds and, with
1: the scarecrow. like
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the, they were, like, people, but they were birds. They like, were birds. Yeah. It was, it was really cool. Even what's the, the yellow brick road. And, I mean, it was just a great story. Even when we have our version of stuff, I feel like they know it's going to be cooler. you Honestly. Know? Because not I still live
1: for... The black Cinderella.
0: Yeah. Oh, Whitney. Whitney was the godmother.
1: Impossible. She said, are you up here with me? Are you up here with me?
0: Okay. Ooh, RIP. Whitney Houston is the greatest voice there will ever be in this world. We will never hear a voice like that again.
1: Never. Now, Mariah,
0: I mean, she's up there, too. And Ariana is doing a great job copying Mariah. That bitch can sing. <laughs> I will give her that. I love listening to her at the gym. I give Ariana Grande <laughs> she her does props. Have a good
1: amount but of But no one bops. will
0: ever replace Whitney. Whitney Houston, actually, one of the first videos I saw of her from like from her earlier years before she got famous, she sang Home from The Wiz. See how that stuff just come full circle? The,
1: the, the Wiz is really like... She tore that The shit Wiz up. and The Color Purple are really like Ooh. a great basis for like black creative, well mm-hmm. black creative singers. Mm-hmm. If you want to have like a classic song in your back pocket, you can sing something from The Wiz mm-hmm. and from The Color Purple.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Definitely.
0: We're like some Billie Holiday shit. You can go back to that.
1: Donny Hathaway, mm. anything.
0: Because obviously black people have dominated music for years. We know that. Well, we, know we know we got that culture in the bag. Hip hop music the culture. Now
1: music is definitely Music just is just us. ours. We know that. I'm definitely in a wave where I'm like seeing more black artists mm-hmm. come out and they're doing their, you know, they're doing different, different genres. Different genres People of could do art. rock,
0: obviously Lil Nas X or whatever his name is, yeah. country. Country. We could do it all. Um, I, I like what Janelle Monáe is doing now 'cause she's been she's been all over. When she first came out with that little with her little suit on and yeah. the tie rope and she could act too. And she a cover girl, yeah. like it's just like there isn't just one talent, maybe, with us.
1: We can Shout do out multiple. Shout Monáe with the Black queer love.
0: love. Ooh, yes. And those pants. Yes. And uh, I just, yeah. she's she's And she's very much Prince-inspired. And see, Prince is another one. We're definitely not going to forget.
1: Oh.
0: And see, Prince is Prince also. Prince had a whole film. Yeah, a couple of films. He had, he had Pur- Purple Rain, and then he had, like, I think one is called Under the Cherry Moon and, like, some other films. My mom is, like, a huge Prince fan. Wow. But, see, Prince is also one of those stories, him and, like, Mariah Carey, who have, like, those those identity because mm. their moms are white and their dads are black, you know. Right. But they came into this market. And, see, Prince came in with rock. Yeah. I mean, he came in with a little disco in the 70s, but Prince was mostly rock. Right. He brought that
1: guitar out and he was. And he
0: could play the shit out of him. He, he could was, play all them
1: instruments. All of them.
0: Yeah. R.I.P., man. I think his, his anniversary just passed, like, a couple of weeks ago.
1: Um, it's just so hard to watch black creatives die,
0: right? Because they go so young. It's it's kind of creepy. Um, but maybe that's just the way it is. You know, we're here to make our mark, and then we go on, go on home. Because at the end of the day, as much as people like you know come after people and take them out. God is the one who ultimately ultimately decides if they go out or not. Right. So white people might think, and I don't want to keep saying white people like they're just all the evil ones, but, I mean, the system instead yeah. of white people. If the system try to take us out, if they think that they're taking us out, really, God is like, no, it's me. I'll yeah. let you think it's you, but it's really me. We are, we are come not the back? majority,
1: so when we refer to white people, it's because they're the majority.
0: I mean, yeah, and when I say that, I really mean the system, obviously. Yeah um but i do want to of course mention oh before we talk about isa because of course that's like bae um i wanted to mention rami i think his last name is yo yosef or, or i don't remember his last name but he has the show on netflix i was telling you about he's the one that's uh muslim oh, yeah. and he talks about the muslim i, I want to say i know saying muslim sounds weird in america but you know how we say muslim that's not how they say it they literally say muslim like that's how they okay. say it so i want to like be appropriate if it sounds weird okay. um We're but dead. but his show is is really good it's, on Hulu. it's just Kind of, it's, it's like a – I mean, it really is a show talking about the Muslim Americans.
1: What's but the name of it again?
0: It's called Rami. It's Rami. just his name. Uh, if, I think he's a comedian, um, but they gave him a show on Hulu, and he's Egyptian. So he's Muslim. He looks Middle Eastern because that's what we think about when we think about uh, Muslim people. But he's Egyptian, so he talks about, like, yeah, I mean, I look like this. But he also has curly hair, so some white people think he's Jewish, you know. You know, and he's like, well, really, I'm Egyptian. And he had this episode talking about 9-11 when he was a kid and people thought he was a terrorist because obviously he's... You know, quote unquote, one of them or those are his people. And Mm -hmm. he's like, if anything, like, no, you know, I'm not Arab. Like, I'm actually like African because I'm Egyptian, but I look like the Arabs. And it's just like all these things. But that story, even though I I, want to count him in this category, because technically he is a black creative as well. Mm -hmm. You know, even though I don't know what he would, I guess, because in other places, you know, America, they gave us those race categories, black, white, whatever. But Damn. we don't really talk about ethnicities. We okay. don't talk right. about, you know, cause because Africa is, is a race. continent, not a country. So he right. is Egyptian. Just like we're American. We're not North American. We're American, you know. Right. Or, or that's like me saying, oh, well, I'm Texan, you know, or whatever. Like, he's Egyptian. So I wanted to mention him because I've been watching his show and I just finished it. It's, it's amazing. So I really would want people to watch that okay. because that's a story that. Rami, everybody. Yeah. I mean, and, and there are a lot. I mean, like you were talking about Farrakhan earlier. Farrakhan is of the Nation of Islam, right? Yes. And, is. and Malcolm X one of our you know top black
1: <laughs> social justice <laughs> yeah advocates.
0: figures yeah and so that's also another story because not every black person is christian or atheist
1: All right
0: you know we do have a lot of black people that are muslims so i just wanted to you know talk about that because that story is being told and it's being told it's, it's really funny the show is so funny um but Issa Issa ray came into the game um on Awkward Black Girl on YouTube. On
1: YouTube.
0: I watched Awkward Black Girl probably right before I heard about Insecure, which was so funny. I watched it maybe like right before I went to college. And you could tell, even though this is going to be sound so mean because I want to work for Issa. I love her so much. You could tell yes. that she didn't have all her production stuff, but the content was still very funny. Yeah. You could tell, oh, they must have just, you know, recorded it this way. Maybe because I, I was an RTV major. I don't know. But I watched it and I was like, but it was so funny. The the, the writing was good. And yeah. her character, who she is, like, when you think about our stereotype of a black woman, she's strong, you know, she might be a little aggressive, ain't nobody playing with her. She's very confident. Mm-hmm. She's this bad bitch when she walks into a room, cute, da-da-da. But you never think about the awkward black girl that's not maybe so cool. It might right. be a little weird and maybe a little socially awkward. And- she
1: definitely shed light on... The people we know about, but doesn't get as much limelight as right. everybody else. Right. And so, like, I completely love Aqua Black Girl. Um, it, was it was the insecure it was, genesis. It was definitely the insecure genesis because even Issa's character in Insecure, she's the Aqua Black Girl.
0: Yeah, her and Molly of the club is so funny. I'm so glad that it's it's mainly about her, but it's also kind of a story about Molly too, because Molly somewhat is very much of a opposite to Issa. You know, Issa's, like, kind of the awkward one, but when it, when the show first starts off, you know, she has a boyfriend. She has this great relationship. Right. Well, not really great, but, you know, she has a boyfriend, and things seem like they're kind of okay, but everything else in her life is kind of, you know, she doesn't really like her job. She doesn't really like where she lives. Also, her boyfriend doesn't really do shit, you know. Yeah. And then you got Molly, who's super successful. She lives on this, you know, in this beautiful apartment. She got all this money. She got all these clothes, but all she wants is a relationship, right. like what Issa has with Lawrence, or at least what she had at the time, you know. And I like how they show those two different perspectives and then, then being best friends and how the story develops and, you know, her messing with Dro and Issa, you know, I guess hoeing it and going for it when yeah, she said go that for shit. for it, go for I it. I said, go. that is a whole anthem. if you, If you were just ready to just be like, you know what? I'm not trying to be no relationship, but I'm trying to have fun. Hope for it, hope for it, go for it, go for it. I'm gonna do that shit. I'm gonna do it. And the rapping, and even just that, like her rapping in the show, that again shows her creativity. It's just like it oozes out.
1: Shout out to Issa Rae because I have become a mirror rapper. <laughs> I definitely self encourage. Confidence, yeah. I self encourage now, and it's all because of you. Even if I know my rapping is bad, but who cares? I'm the only one who hears it.
0: I mean, hers isn't necessarily, like, she ain't got bars, bars, but she, she I mean, just she the rap isn't definitely. as complicated as we make it to be. Right. Look at the music we got now. Like, again, Bust Down Tatiana. If that can be a song, anything can be a I song. I know I got
1: a hit in my back pocket, I do. I I just haven't found it, but it's somewhere. It's back
0: there. I'm pro- I am probably got a few, you know, I probably got a couple in the trunk in the car, you know, because can't nobody tell you shit when you in the car, when you got the radio or on. Or when and I'm the sh- in the shoot. shower. <laughs> Making up whole songs. Ooh. I think I'm Whitney, Rihanna, and Beyonce into one bad black bitch, I'm, okay? <laughs> I've definitely
1: been the winner I've of American little- Idol, The Voice, and The Four. in the shower.
0: Okay, the Apollo is mine. I actually yes. own it. Um, but I feel like this was a great conversation. Um, real quick, I mean, we did mention Ava, but I did want to mention Selma. Because I think that's the main movie that I remember her directing. I'm sure she's directing. I know she did, she did A Wrinkle in Time and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. I haven't seen that. Um, but... And, of course, we do have to give some credit to Oprah a little bit. Eh, whatever. Um, <laughs> just a little bit. Because, I mean, bit. Oprah, she did do what she had to do. She, she got all the bags. I don't know
1: what she did, and she won't tell us what she did. I don't know how she got
0: them hoes, but she but, got them. Yeah. I'm not going to ask too many questions right now, but she I'm sure. I come up missing. Don't do it. Right, right but, but I'm sure maybe it'll come out. Because the truth always comes to the light eventually. Um, <laughs> but Ava, when... Selma first came out because Selma really was a story about Selma. I mean, it was it was kind of about obviously Dr. King and stuff, but it wasn't really like a bio story about him. It was about the voting rights, that whole issue. The the I think it was Bloody Sunday when they were mm-hmm. on the on the, on bridge. the Pettus bridge. I mean. Pettus bridge. When I went to go see that, I went to the Hood movies, um, Cinema 14, shout out, uh, Lancaster. <laughs> the ghetto? No, I'm just playing. Uh, I went to that movie theater, and I saw it, and it was so funny because it was young and older people in there. So, like, people's grandparents, of course, who were actually there uh, when it was happening. They were young, of course. Uh, but my dad said he was a little kid, and he said he remembers watching that on TV. That was, like, the one of the first times that white people were able to see... The police abusing them for doing nothing. All yeah. they did was protest. Didn't nobody throw shit? Didn't nobody start fighting? Y'all got horses, dogs, through pepper spray beating people, and they saw that on TV. They mm-hmm. white people had never seen that before, you know. They only kind of yeah. knew what they knew, and they probably I feel like they had never seen it to that magnitude, all that violence. I you think know, it,
1: I don't. I just think they didn't see it. Wasn't expecting it to be on the five o'clock news. Okay,
0: they right, <laughs> um, right, and for the because ones because they, they care, were definitely
1: seeing it going mm-hmm. on. but because remember to be after on that, tv right that's that's when like oh we really got a problem
0: but see that's when activist activism kind of um expanded because remember after that after everybody got whooped and shit i'm so, so sad to say i'm sorry i'm sorry i didn't mean disrespectful but after they <laughs> you know they got whooped that's when um like the white priests and stuff because they p- killed that one white priest in they the did. in the movie um or i guess in real life obviously um that's when people started to come down and help them and people of all, you know, genders, all races came down to Selma to help them, right. which is kind of like it's sad. I feel like maybe as unified as black people maybe could be, unfortunately, because especially at that time in America, we're always going to need some
1: assistance.
0: white allyship or yeah. assistance to help us because they kind of are the ones to break into that world. Right. You know, if 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 enough white people say, think, "Hey, this isn't fair for the blacks," I mean, you might the, get something. The
1: biggest thing that you have to realize is because, like, it's it's our world, but it, we we live in kind of their world. Yeah. So they have they to kind of see themselves, right? Like Ooh, the pain right. that they inflict on themselves, right? Or like someone who looks like them to realize, like, oh my goodness, maybe this isn't right, right. because they they was happy for four hundred years beating us like we was. Rag dolls right. and toys and joys and all of that mm-hmm. um but you know when you hurting somebody who look like you mm-hmm. and you know you have this sense of protection right. that of reflection this right? makes like it kind of mm-hmm. it kind of puts you brings you like like yep. bring you because once
0: that white priest died everybody heard about that yeah you know it's sad because like i talked about I've talked about several times before about like the mass shootings and stuff. These white mamas are getting on TV crying. Y'all don't care. No, y'all don't even care about that. Like that, that's that's how I know we live in a scary world now. Right. The, the kids white... are
1: leaving the school and marching, and y'all are just like, okay,
0: all right, we'll be safe, be I be guess. Safe. You know, like they don't look even look both
1: ways before you cross the
0: street. Right. Like... Well, you know, make sure you look all around. Make sure somebody don't have a damn sniper gun or something yeah. like. It's it's crazy, but that was just such a good story. I mean, and it's so funny because stories like that, like. You know, Selma and The Help and even The Color Purple. The stuff like that oh, makes me cry. I
1: love The Help so much. The stuff like that will... Ha- it just I had to go back cry. and read the book after is, watching is the, book the movie. Good? I need to read the book. The book is written African-American vernacular. Mm. When you say that. So, you'll be able to... You, you're going to have to go through a couple of lines for a second time. Mm-hmm. But it's so good. For and that I, time, yeah. yeah. And I definitely chuckled way more when I got to that specific scene. Mm-hmm
0: she said Eat. she had not been pissed i mean i couldn't even imagine being black in the 60s knowing how much power white they have enough now I... i'm already scared of the police now i'm scared of my supervisors like back then when any common white person on the street can be like yeah this nigger did this to me and i get fucked up i could imagine being that scared of them first, you know
1: first of all i'm i'm vocal now
0: Ooh. against
1: any type of social injustice I know I would have been dangling from a tree because Oh goodness. I'm not finna let you spit on me. You
0: would have been the black person that would have been like, you... Oh no, no, no.
1: <laughs> oh no. And I'm and I'm not going out like no love, bitch. B I T C H. I'm taking y'all with me. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a whole fight A whole, and I'm going into like the nearest white bar
0: well you would have been the one to do something cause I mean somebody had to we couldn't all I, be scared like me cause I would have been scary as hell been I like, mean oh, I'm I would have been scared woman. but I'm
1: not look if if they gonna come and get me I might as well go out on my own
0: true go out like a real one cause there's no way I would have told this white lady to eat my shit there's no way there's no way and
1: live to see it on, on a screen
0: <laughs> <laughs> she would have stabbed my ass and nobody would have found my body okay she must have been pissed. To, said, how, how, you had to be my. You shit.
1: gotta, you gotta be like a certain level of just like upset, furious to cook your your feces right into a delectable. <laughs> like first of all, right? She right, co- really put that in there. <laughs> like to cook your feces in a delectable dessert, and just <laughs> to watch poop and then collect it and collect it. put it in there, and then you, you 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 served it on a nice piece of clean china. Ooh. And, it, and it looked you, good. You, you didn't watch her watch. <laughs> You good. didn't watch her eat one piece. She watched her eat two. Yeah, and told the grandmother, "Don't touch it. This is her pie."
0: Right, right. She, the fact that she protected the granny, like she was like, "I don't want you to even eat." No, this. no,
1: no. <laughs> this is not for you. This is your pie.
0: And she sat there and ate. That's what she get though. She mm-hmm. she deserved that. Ooh, yeah. That was a great. That's what I'm saying we have such great stories, and that's why I would hope in the future. That not only black creators but all of us. Yeah, you know? I want
1: everybody to be. If you feel like you are a creative, just go ahead and make your start, story. Start, start, start on it.
0: I can't wait to see the Hispanic story because, like oh, I said, we live goodness. in Texas, and with the whole political climate and everything, like it's just it's it's sad, you know. Mm. And their stories are very important because I can guarantee you people are going out and getting drunk for Cinco de Mayo on Sunday. Mm-hmm. I know people are going to turn up.
1: I just got they to don't even know that actually is that May 5th. That
0: is what Cinco de Mayo means. People are going to turn up. People are going to have their sombreros and shit. Mm-hmm. Y'all love turning up. Y'all love doing wild thoughts. Y'all love act, you know doing all these little things. But y'all love going to get tacos. Y'all love all the things that they can do. But when it comes to them living here, especially for the ones that were already here, it's an issue. I can't wait to see their stories come out.
1: Right. I want to see it. Netflix. Get on it like Get on it. Somebody got a story. Mhm. It's probably on YouTube. So let's look it up there too. Yeah. A lot of people be asleep on YouTube. I short watch short films. I watch short films, docu docu series, mm-hmm. all kind of stuff on there. Web series.
0: That's what I should be doing on my YouTube. Look, speak to me. Please, please speak that into me. Cause no,
1: like, speak to me because I want to be a creative. and I
0: just... We are creatives. We're creating right now. We, we just have creative. to push ourselves further because right. we are
1: millennials and we, we have that like, giant dash of laziness just, that
0: they put on it's us. It's just that life is just
1: moving way too fast. Like, <laughs> yes,
0: like, and what's I'm happening? I'm just moving so slow. How did we get to be 20 plus? We were just fresh right yesterday. It's okay. Well, I think we had a great conversation. This was I definitely loved.
1: really, really dope. I, I hope she invites me back. I loved having you on
0: because you know you're one of my faves. I love
1: you so much. I
0: know. I love you, too. Well, I'm so glad that we had another episode. I know it's been a while and everything's, you know, been crazy, but I'm glad we got to have our conversation. So thanks to everyone out there for listening to the Plug Club, you know, staying plugged in. Yes. Please follow us on Twitter. I'll put our Twitter names up on, I guess, on the twi- on our Twitter, on the actual Plug Club twitter and unless you want to say it in the
1: yeah you can follow me on um twitter and instagram at tc monroe m-o-n-r-e-a-u-x okay
0: okay i just want to make sure you got your little shout out thank you you thank you appreciate that um so yeah subscribe to the youtube channel which is Kaiko videos which is my you know little company i got and tweet us leave comments please definitely because i love twitter create
1: the discussion on twitter i will interact i promise
0: right because we love it that's literally all we do on twitter is talk
1: let's start a creative thread let's let's definitely keep it going Show us other black creatives that we didn't get to mention, right? Because
0: there's there's many. there's many, there's so many. I was just probably naming like mostly the heavy hitters, of course. So yeah, thanks for tuning in, and remember, if you don't recycle, you're trash. All right, all right, deuces. Poop poop.
1: <laughs> this might look like a normal job, but it's not. When hackers
0: infiltrate networks and steal or destroy proprietary data, we're all at risk. Becca used to be a mid-level programmer until she earned a master's degree in cybersecurity online at Grand Canyon
1: University. Now she's setting sophisticated honeypots to lure and catch hackers. What do you think protecting your company looks like? GCU offers over 175
0: high-quality online programs like this one. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.